Today's daf is Kedushin daf Chof Dalid. We are at the very last line on daf Chof Gimel Amid Beis Virami Dirab Meir Adirab Meir. Today's daf has been learned as a Schus Rufu Shalema for Yosi Ben Rachel and Meir Ben Chayesara. Today's daf is also being learned Leilu Nishmas Regina Malka Bas Shal and Yecheskel Tzvi Alevi Ben Moshe. So yesterday the Gemara discussed the Mishnah on Dav Chof Beis Amid Beis, which mentioned the halacha of an Evet Knani. An Evet Knani, the Mishnah said, is Nikna Bekesef Ubeshtar Ubechazaka. The Gemara we saw that an Evet Knani is also Nikna Bechalipin. He's also Nikna Bemeshicha. The Mishnah said that an Evet Knani is Koines Atzmoi Bekesef Ubeshtar. Stating that, there was a big machloikis in the Mishnah, how exactly an Evet Kanani is Koines Atzmoi Bekesef, and how exactly an Evet Kanani is Koines Atzmoi Bishtar. The Mishnah itself was very sussum. The Mishnah said the Rameir holds Bekesef al Yedei Acherim, U Bishtar al Yedei Atzmoi. The Chachamim say in the Mishnah, Bekesef al Yedei Atzmoi, U Bishtar al Yedei Acherim. And a very intense staff on Daf Chav Gimel Amad Aleph, which fleshed out what exactly the Machloikis Rameir and the Chachamim is. Are there two shitas being mentioned in the Mishnah? That's the opinion of Rav of the Rishonim. Or maybe Gimel Machloik is Vedavra. Maybe there's really three opinions that are being mentioned in our Mishnah. The way Rashi learned the Gemara. But either way, that was very much yesterday's stuff. What we need for today is one Nakuda. And that is that in the Mishnah, there's a Machloikis Rameir and the Chachamim. Whoever the Chachamim are. But there is a Machloikis Rameir and the Chachamim. Whether an Evet Kanani could be Koina as Atzmoy. Bekesef al yidei atzmai, or whether the only way that an evet knani could be kainas atzmai bekesef is if it's kesef mishalacher. What's the logic that kesef should have to be mishalacher? Because to say that an evet knani would be kainas atzmai with his own kesef is an oxymoron. It would suggest that an evet knani has kesef. He's going to take that kesef, those shekels. He's going to give it to his master, and by doing that, he's going to bail himself out. The problem is that the money that the Evet Kanani owes belongs to his master. And if that's the case, this never really happened. He never took his money and gave it to the Odin because he didn't have any money to give. And that's what underpins Shittas Rameir, who holds that Kesef has to be Ali Deyachir. If a third party comes, takes money that belongs to him, gives it to the Odin, Almanas, that the Evet Kanani is going to be free. Peseder, that's going to work. But Kesef Ali Deyachir is not Shaykh, but Metzias, it physically does not work. Because by definition, Kesef Shela Evet Kanani doesn't belong to the Evet Kanani. It belongs to the Odin. What do the Chachamim hold? The Chachamim agree to this idea that Ein Kenyan Le'evet B'lei Rabbi. Stating that, the Chachamim hold that there are Ifanim, there are ways academically where it's possible for an Evet to have something that's not going to belong to his Odin. And it's in that instance that if he has something, and that something is Kesef, he could use that Kesef to be part of himself. What exactly would be that Hechetimsa? So there were two Mahalchim in the Amairah. One was where somebody gave something to the Evet, and he told him, I'm giving it to you, Almanas she'en l'rabach roshuzboi. Meaning, it's going to be yours on the condition that your other, your master, has no ownership on it. According to some, that would be something that would belong to the Eved. The Adon would have no Rishos in it. Thus he has Kesef Shalatzmai, and that's the way he would be by to himself. Others said that that in and of itself would not work, but rather the Hechetimtza, 
the case would have to be where somebody gave money to the Evid and he told him, I'm giving it to you. The bottom line is, between these two Ikimtas are that the Chachamim hold that although traditionally, although ordinarily, in Ruba the Ruba of cases, there is, however, a Hechetimtza where an Evid can have Kenyan and it's in that Hechetimtza where he has Kesef and his Rabbi has no Chelek of it where it would be Shaykh Kesef Aydeyatzmai. In other words, what comes out from the recap is that coin to Rameir, it's not physically possible for an Evid Kanani to own money that does not belong to his master. Whereas according to the Chachamim, it is physically possible for an Evid to own money that's not going to belong to his master. The Gemara, when it worked through this discussion, said that the same Machloik is Rameir and the Chachamim that emerges from our Mishnah, whether it's Shaykh for an Evid to have Kinyabalei Rabbi would apply to an Isha and her Baal, and her husband. Meaning, according to Rameyer, that in Kenyan Le'evet B'lei Rabbi, even with all these cases, what would come out then is that so too in Kenyan Le'isha B'lei Baal. Whereas according to the Chachamim, that it is Shaykh for an Evet to have Kenyan B'lei Rabbi, albeit in these cases, so too it would be Shaykh for an Isha to have Kenyan B'lei Baal. So, if somebody asks you a question, could a woman who's married based on Mesechtes Ksubis, Mesechtes Kedushin, own something that her husband is going to have no chilek, her husband's going to have no reshosen. According to Rameir, seemingly the answer would be no, and according to the Chachamim, the answer would be yes. The Chachamim holds an Evet can have King Yibalei Rabbi, certainly an Isha can have King Yibalei Rabbi. Rameir holds an Evet can have King Yibalei Rabbi, so too an Isha cannot have King Yibalei Rabbi. That's the first Akdama to today's half. The second Akdama is, the Gemara is going to begin, and the Gemara is going to be, Romi de Rameir ad Rameir, and Romi de Rabbanon ad Rabbanon. The Gemara is going to ask a stira in Shittas Rameir, and the Gemara is going to ask a stira in the sheet of the Rabbanon, and the stira is going to be based on a Braisa, on a Toisefta in Mesechtes Maisasheni, which deals with the laws of Maisasheni. So what we need is one basic halacha in Maisasheni, and that is, if somebody has Maisasheni, what's the halacha? You don't give it to anybody. You got to keep it for yourself. Chiddush. Truma, you give to the Koyan. Maisa, you give to the Levi. Maisa, Sheni, you keep for yourself. However, the Torah says that you have to take the Maisa, Sheni, bring it to Yerushalayim, and eat it over there. What if it's Kiyirchak Mimcha Hamakim? What if it's far? It's not so easy for you to get there. Next time you're going to Yerushalayim, is going to be Pesach, to be Euler Regal. And, you know, between now and then, the fruit or the tfua is going to spoil. So there's a plan B. Plan B is that you take the Maisasheni and you transfer the Kedusha of it onto money. The Maisasheni is chula and you can eat it now outside Yerushalayim. The money has Kedusha. You take the money to Yerushalayim. You buy food there. That food's going to have Kedusha and that's the way you makayim the Indian of Maisasheni. The Torah says that when the owner of the Maisasheni is Goyal, he redeems his Maisasheni, he transfers it over to money. He has to pay some fees and taxes. He has to be Moisef HaChaymish. That's what it says in the Torah. Now, the only time you have to be Moisef HaChaymish is if the Bailam himself is the one that's doing this pidgin. However, if someone is being paid to somebody else's Maisasheni, in that instance, you do not have the halacha that you have to be Moisef HaChaymish. The Rambam, in the end of Hilchas Tmura, is Deirish time of the crowd. There's two places in the Rambam's Yad Chazaka where he gives a shmuz about the chashivos of being Deirish time of the crowd. Now the Rambam was a not Deirish, the Namikayim. The Rambam wrote the Mary Nebuchim 
and Chelik Shlishi of the Mayor Nebuchadnezzar, the Frat, he's Doirish time with the crop, Ki Yodua. But the bottom line is the Rambam in two places in his yard gives him Moshe Shmuz. One of them is in the end of Hilchas Tamura. He's being Doirish, the time with the crop of the laws of Tamura, and he gives a marshal to bring out how obvious it is that you have to be Doirish time with the crop. And his marshal, interestingly, is this that when it comes to being Poyda Maisa Sheni, there's an Indian that you have to be Moisab Chaimish. It's true for Hektish as well, by the way. But it's only the owner. Somebody else wouldn't have to. And the Rambam says that the time of the crow is that people are chashud when it comes to handling with money. And if a person is going to assess the value of his Maisa Sheni to try to figure out how much it's worth so he should know how much money he needs to be Poyda. There's a good chance that his math is going to be a little bit off. And it may be off by Chaimish. And that's why the Torah preempted. And the Torah said, be Moisef Chaimish. So like this, you'll get it right. Meaning it's not a fee. It's not a penalty. It's not like we're trying to say, oh, you're being paid. You're not being paid, Moisef Chaimish. It's something that's mutter. It's a knas ke'ilu of the Torah. And what the Torah is saying is, is that I don't trust your math. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a buffer. The buffer is that I'm going to say, be of chaymesh, like this. You're going to end up getting where you really want it to be. So says the Rambam, that's true for the Bailin. The Bailin, that would be a critical point. But as it relates to someone else, that's not the Bailin. Obviously, it wouldn't be so vicious. But either way, we're digressing a little bit too much into the sugi of Maisasheni. Again, Maisasheni has to be eaten in Yerushalayim. You want to be poided, gesunt hate the money that would be brought to Yerushalayim. In terms of the pidyon, if the bailam is the poida, the halachi is that you have to be Maisav Chaimish. If someone else is being poida, you do not have to be Maisav Chaimish. On that note, these two inyanim are going to converge. The machlokes remain the chachamim, whether yesh, kinyan, leish, shabaloi bailam, that's the part of this that we're going to focus on. Evid Beloy Rabbi was yesterday. Isha Beloy Baila, which is the same thing. Kimavur Begemara is the focus today. And the halacha that a Bailim who's played the Maish Hashem, he has to be Maish of Chaimish, but an Acher that's played the Maish Hashem, he does not have to be Maish of Chaimish. So, the Gemara Barami, the Ramayer, Ramayer, the Ramayer, the Ramayer, the Ramayer, the Ramayer, you know, we learned in a price, so this is a woman that's being paid in has to add a chaymish. Rabbi Shimon Allah says, Mishum Rab Meir, that's the key name, in the name of Rab Meir, a woman can be paid in without adding a chaymish. Now, the Gemara is going to work through what exactly the metzias of the case was. But Rashi makes a hanacha before the Gemara even starts talking. And that is Kasolka Daitach, the top line of Rashi, the Maisa Sheni Shahum Mistei Bailo. The Hanacha of the Gemara's analysis of this day Sefta is that we're discussing a woman that's being paid to the Maisa Sheni of her husband. So her husband has a field, and Peiro's Tfua grew in the field, and the woman now is being paid to the Maisa Sheni that grew in her husband's field. And we have a Machloikis between the Tanakama, who we're going to call the Rabbanon. And Reb Shimon Mishum Rameyer, we're going to call Rameyer. Whether or not this woman that's now being paid to this Maisasheni needs to be Maisav Chaimish or not. The Rabbanon say, Ain't Isha paid the Maisasheni below Chaimish. Ki'ilu, when the woman is being paid to the Maisasheni, we dehair that this is a Bailam that's being paid to the Maisasheni. When the Bailam is paid to the Maisasheni, you have to be Maisav Chaimish. Whereas Rameyer says, Isha paid the Maisasheni below Chaimish, that a woman that's being paid at the Maisasheni, we stay by law, we look at it as an acher is being paid at the Maisasheni, and as a result, you don't have to be Maisav Chaimish. Says the Gemara Hechidami, what exactly is the case? Meaning, whose money was the woman using when she was paid at the Maisasheni? Was she using her husband's money? Umaisa the Baal, unlike Rashi spoke out, that we're going, that the Maiser, the 
peiros themselves. The etzim ma'isa sheni belongs to the husband. So everything belongs to the husband. The ma'isa belongs to the husband, and the money belongs to the husband. If that's the case, shulchusa the balka avdo. All she is is a middleman. All she is is an agent. She's a shliach. And if that's the case, it's poshit then that we see a bailim being paid to the ma'isa sheni. When the bailim is paid to the ma'isa sheni, you have to be ma'isav chaimish. So how can there be a machlokes whether you have to be ma'isav chaimish or not be ma'isav chaimish? The elav bezuzi didav ma'isa didav. Probably. Maybe the case is where she was using her own money. So this woman had money. Rashi says, had she had money, nechsimalog. So this woman has money, and she's being paid to her husband's ma'isasheni with her own money. If that's the case, says the Gemara, I still don't understand why there's a machlek is why because ish amirachmana v'lo yisha. The pasuk says v'imgoil yigal ish mi ma'isrei chamishisa yosef And being that ish amirachmana v'lo yisha. Then it's Pasha, you should not have to be Moisav Chaimish. Now, on this Gemara, there's a big Machlik, is Rashi, Toysus had to learn Pasha Pshan in the Gemara. Rashi learns that what the Gemara means to say is not Ish Amrachman of Isha, as if there's a mir that a woman is Nismaid from the parish of Maisasheni. But what the Gemara just means to say is that Ish Amrachman, it's only the Bailen that is Moisav Chaimish, like we've been discussing. And being that the woman over here is using her money, to be paida, her husband's miser, so you don't have the bailim. And if you don't have the bailim, so it's poshit then that you shouldn't have to be moisav chaimish. In other words, when the Gemara says, Isha merachmana b'la Isha, what the Gemara means is not that if the woman's money is what's being paida ke'ilu, there's a miyot, over there there's no din chaimish. No, if the woman was the bailim, she'd have to be moisav chaimish, just like a man has to. Ishvala Isha really means Ishvala acher. The point is, it's the man's miser, it's the woman's money, and as a result, Toysva says the Gemara is not mashed that way. Ishvala Isha in every single place in Shas means a man as opposed to a woman, a male as opposed to a female. And if that's the case, it's mashed, but that's what it means here as well. And if that's the case, what the Gemara is darshaning when it says Isha that a woman is always parted from being Moisav Chaimish, she's even parted from being Moisav Chaimish if she owns the field, if she's a Grusha, she's an Amana, there's no Tzad husband at all. But again, not for now. But bottom one, let's learn the Gemara like Rashi. So, Mamanav, what's going on over here? Again, it's the man's field. And the woman is now being paid to the Maisasheni. And we have a machloikis, whether you're Moisav Chemish or not Moisav Chemish. I understand how to be a machloikis. What's the Metzias? Whatever the Metzias is, that should dictate what the law is going to be. If it's the husband's money, so it's the husband's money, it's the husband's field, she's a shliach, so it's posh, you have to be Moisav Chemish. And if it's her money, again, it's the husband's field, it's her money, ish. So it's poshit then that you should not have to be Moisav Chaimish. So the Gemara says, Elolav. The only way I can make sense of this Machloikis is if we make a little bit of an Aikimta. Kihai Gavna. It must be talking about something that's similar to what yesterday's Daf was talking about. Where somebody was Makna to the woman Amana. And he told her, I'm giving it to you, but on the condition that you're going to use it to be paid to the Maisasheni. So, like in yesterday's Daf, the Machloikis remained the Chachomim. Where Kesafai Dayatsmai was a case where somebody was knocked the money to the heaven and he said, Amanas, Shatetsi by Lucheris. That's the same exact Akimto. That somebody gave the woman the money and said, I'm giving it to you, Amanas, Shatifti by S. Hamaiser. Okay, what then is the Machloikis Remain the Rabban? How did this make everything suddenly so incredibly amazing? Pshadis Azai, because that Machloikis then. Between Rabban and Rameyer, Yesh Loimar is Hogufa. Whether when somebody goes and is Makna, a mana to Anisha, and says, I'm giving it to you on the condition XYZ. Do we say that, therefore, it's hers only for that, and Shitaka has a Kenya without her husband? Or do we say, no, it's no different than any Nechzimolog. Anything that comes to the woman, that Allah is that it's going to belong to the husband. In other words, the Rabbanan that say, Anisha Poydemaisa Shein Beloy Chaimish. 
they her that in a situation where the woman is taking this money that somebody gave her almanas she fifty by to be paid the husband's maisasheni. We see it as if it's the husband's money being paid to the husband's maiser. And therefore, the Allah is, you have to be maiser v'chaymish. It's clearly because they hold that a situation like this, even though the makna made as asor tonight, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the husband's going to have a chaylik in it. Whereas Rameir that says, you should pay the maiser shayni v'loy chaymish, says that although ordinarily, mashakani, you should kind of bailin, ain't kinyil, you should but in this situation, we say that this is the woman's money and it's the husband's maiser and as a result, you're not going to need a chaymish. But if that's the case of the Gemara, the Ipcha Shamanel, who comes out, that the two shitas are fakir. And yesterday's Dav, Rameir is the one that holds, there's no such thing as an Evan having Kesef Shalatzmai. Kesef is Dav Kaidechem. Over here, Rameir says that it's possible for a woman to have money so that if she's taking that money, being paid her husband's maiser, there's no Allah, they have to be maiser v'chaymish because it's money that belongs to one person and it's maiser that belongs to another person. Yesterday's Dav, it's Shaykh for an Evan to have a, a Kenyan Kesef. Although, in Kenyan level, believe Rabbi, but in that Hechatim, so it's going to be possible. Over here, the Chachamim hold, there's no such mitzvahs. Now, again, is it mafurish that there's a steer between Rameir and Chachamim? Of course not. It's based on a super duper Kimta that we just made. But the bottom line is, based on our only understanding, at the moment of this brisa, there seems to be a contradiction. So, said, What you have to do is, you have to do a flipper. Just change the names. Now, which names are we going to change? The Mishnah, the brisa? That's easy. You always change the brisa before you change the Mishnah. And that's what the Abaya meant. He said, Epoch, he changed the brisa. And if you change the brisa, everything is good. Rameh is the one that says, Because it's always going to belong to the Husband, because ain't can you isha b'loy b'ayla even in the hechatim. So, and it's the chachamim that are going to say isha play the ma'aseh sheni b'loy chaymish chum alishitasayu in the mishnah they hold it is shayich for an evet have kini b'loy rabbi and a shayich for an isha have kini b'loy b'ayla. Rabbi, my rabbi says loylem loy tepoch. No, don't make a tepoch for hacha. This teisefta is talking about a whole different case. Meaning, we made a hanacha. What the teisefta is talking about? It's not what the teisefta is talking about. The hacha be ma'aseh the asam be be noshaskin. It's a completely different case. No shayiches to what we just discussed. I mean, hilchas ma'aseh sheni. There's some similarity, but the case is a very different case. It has nothing to do with Kedushan Dav Chav And that is, we're talking about where a woman had yarshined her own Maisasheni from her father. So a woman yarshins. That money in the world of Masachis Ketubas is called Nachsimalog. But she yarshined Maisasheni. Now we know that when a woman yarshins something... She owns the Karen, whatever it is she yarshin, but the Baal is Eichel Peiris. So if it's Karka, the Baal keeps the Peiris. If it's Metalton, you sell it, and you buy Karka, and the Baal is Eichel Peiris. But that's always the Halacha. But over here, she yarshin Maiser Sheni. For Rameir Letamei, Rameir is Lushitase Domer, who holds Maiser Maman Hektish. That Maiser is considered Maman Hektish. And because Maiser is considered Maman Hektish, for Leikonale Baal, the husband has no schus in it. And because the husband has no schus in it, this is a hechatim, so we have nechsem melug that's going to belong exclusively to her. The reason it belongs to her is because it's kaddish, and by hektish, there's no halacha peres nechsem and that's why if she's going to now 
So the the meiser asserts the rabbanon letamayah the rabbanon hold that mamin hedyitu that really we treat meiser mamin as mamin hedyit the kanalei baal so really the husband was kind of the meiser sheni hilchach therefore shlichus of the baal kavda we look at her as doing the shlichus in other words the money that was being used was the husband's money the question is not regarding the money the question was the etzem meiser was it his meiser was it her meiser if meiser is mamin hedyit so it's her meiser it's his money and therefore the halach is that you're not going to be and that's Rameir. And it's Rameir Lishitos. It's not a steerous Rameir to the Mishnah and Kedusha Chabbez on the base. Rameir Lishitos, a whole different Rameir. That Maisa Shani is considered Mom Gabay, as opposed to the Chachamim hold that we treat Maisa Shani as Hekit. As a result, this is Peirois that. Although she inherited, but we look at it as belonging to the husband because of his Chos Peirois Nachsimalog, the money belonged to him. Therefore, if the same person owns the money and owns the pay rise, there's no conversation even. It's shlichus adabal, and therefore the halachi is ain isha poyda ma'isa sheni Excel. Either way, moving along now to the next part of the daf, which is going to discuss the halacha that an evet knani is yoitza b'shein va'ai. So we know that. The Evid Kanani is different than the Evid Ivri. Spoke about that at length in yesterday's Ray. But one of the halachic differences between an Evid Ivri and an Evid Kanani is that an Evid Kanani is quote unquote Yoytsin Vashem Vaayin, as opposed to an Evid Ivri is not Yoytsin Vashem Vaayin. So where's the parasha of Shem Vaayin? It's in Parshas Mishpatim, it's Perich Chafalaf, it's Tupsukim in the Torah, it's Pasik Chavvav, and it's Pasik Chavzain. The Pasik says, V'chiyaki Ishes Einavdoi, if a person is going to hit the eye of his Eved, oh yes, Einamasoi, or the eye of his Shifcha, the Shichasa. And he's going to ruin it. Meaning, the Eved is going to lose his eyesight. Or the tooth is going to fall out. La chavshi... I'm sorry, I didn't say anything about a tooth. Getting ahead of myself. La chavshi yishal chenu This Eved or this Alma gets to go free. What would be if the tooth of the Eved or the tooth of the Amma would fall out? Again, Incidentally, if you learn the Pshut Mikra, just to see the signon of the Psukim, if you're being Mabas Jajur, if you're listening to Kriya Satoira, so what's the Psukim right before this? The Psukim says, Ayin Tachas Ayin, Shein Tachas Shein. Ya tachas ya, regal tachas regal, kviya tachas kviya, petza tachas potza, chabura tachas chabura. And then the pasuk says, "V'chiyakish is saying avdeyes ein amosay v'shichasol achav shichalkanu tachas ein." Meaning, if somebody knocks out the eye of his chaver, so ayin tachas ayin, which of course we know means mammon. What if you knock out the eye of a eved? So there it's a different shulchanara. There you're not giving him mammon, but instead lachav shichalkanu tachas ein. Ainoy instead he's going to end up going for it. So the Torah has two. Parshas. It's two psukim. There's the parish of Shane and there's the parish of Ayin. It's really Ayin B'Shane and the Seder of the psukim. And the Torah says this is true. Cipher the evidence. Cipher the Amun. Chazal said that these psukim of Shane V'Ayin are talking. Rashi says as Kenani. It's talking Davke about an Eved Kenani and Davke about a Shivcha Kenanis. But as it relates to an Eved Ivri and as it relates to an Amav Ria, over there you don't have this Allah. In fact, there's a pasuk in the Torah. The pasuk says by the Amav Ria, Lo Avadim. And Chazal, we saw the Gemara in the Sugi of Avadim Darshan that what it means is that whereas an Eved Kenani and an Amav Ria are Yotzev Hashem V'Ayin, the Eved Ivri and the Amav Ria are not Yotzev Hashem V'Ayin. Pashup Shad is because you, the 
Hemshech of the Psukim say that if somebody damages somebody's eye, you have to give him something. It's a Pasuk in the Torah. Now, on Eved Ivri, you can give him something. You can give him the money. Because the Eved Ivri is not Yad Eved Kiyad Rabbi. He's Kisachet V'toshet Yimach. The Amavriya, you can give her something. As opposed to the Eved Knani, the Shifcha Knanis, they don't have anything. Because whatever they have is going to belong to the master. So the only eights are really, the only thing that you could do is you can say that you're going to go free. I saw Rukhan Kanyevsky in Time of the Crow. He says that the Torah said, by the The Torah didn't say it by the Evadivri. Most of the halachas in the Parsha of Adam was said by the Evadivri. Not by Dhamma Vriya. Now, you have the Yaseira all of Dhamma Vriya. All those halachas were obviously said by Dhamma Vriya. But most of the halachas that apply to the Ebed Ibn, the Dhamma Vriya, were said by the Ebed Ibn. This halacha of the Yaseitsa Kitsaitsa Avadim, the Torah said by the Yom Avriya. He said, why? So he said, he heard from his father, the stipler Zatzal, that the stipler said, Al Derech Hapshat. Because why is it that the Ebed Ibn is not Yoytz Vashem Vayan? Pashapshat is because he's going to get a check. He has the Ayan Tachasayan. It's Tavkid Ebed Knani, the Yom and the Shifcha Knanis. They don't have the Eitzah. Who gets? Who gets the damages of a Amavriya? The father. The Amavriya is a Ketana. So everything, of Zakai, everything goes to the father. So being that over here, she doesn't get it. And you see the Torah was Megala, Parish, and Avodim. That when the Evid's not getting the money, so you would have thought that maybe she should also go free. So the Torah said by the Alma of Riyah, and I've had the Machmas, the Hekish is true for the Ebed Ivri also. But it's more the Chiddush by the Alma of and that's why the Torah wrote it by the Alma of Now why does an Ebed Kanani and Shifra Kananis go out B'Shem Va'ayin? Okay, so we just said a little bit of a Pshat because there's no Eitzah. But if you look at the Rishonim, the Rishonim are Deirish time of the Kral a little bit. Like the Ramam told us in the end of Hilchas Tmur, you have to. So the Rishonim go into it a little bit. And there's really two mahalchem. One is moral derech apshat, and the other one is moral derech medrash. That the Nezra says that the Torah was afraid that you would have an Odoin and he would be abusive to his Evid. Now, when it comes to an Evid Ivri, when it comes to an Evid Kanani, it's okay. The Rambam, the Endifil Chzavodin, gives his Musa Shmuz about the Midas Chassidus, not to be that way, but at the end of the day, the Torah wanted to put a safeguard in. So the Torah says, you know, you want to schmeiss your Eved, old school, pun intended, that's something that, whatever, but just know, you're not because Tutha, he goes out. It's over. So be careful, because if you're going to hit him a little bit too hard, you're going to lose your asset. So the Torah put the halach of Shem Va'ayin in as a way to protect this Eved from the abusive master. Rabbeinu B'chaya, the Daskein of Bali Toysvis, and the Makaras and Medrash, they say another reason. They say that why is it that the Kenanim were relegated to becoming Avadim? So it's a passage in the Torah. Noyach Kurs Kenan. He said, Or Kenan, Eved Avadim and it was based on the Maisa Shoya Kachoya when Noyach he got drunk and the whole story. And the Pasik says, Chom Avi Ervas Aviv, Echav So Chom saw Noyach in this compromised state and he went in and he told his brothers, says, Come look, take a look at the Tata, see what's going on right now. So says Rabbeinu Bachir and the Daskin of Ali Toysus, and again it comes already from Chazal that Chom, when he did this, that caused the klala of him becoming an Eved, he sinned with his eyes. Vayar chom aviknan, the Pasuk says. And then he sinned again with his mouth. And the reason he became an Eved was because his enayim and his peh 
needed a tikkun. If right now he loses his shame and he loses his iron, that is the tikkun that he needs. And as a result, he's going to go free. In the words of Rabbeinu B'chaya. As for that reason, he's allowed free. The bottom line is, this is the parasha of shame v'ayin, the teresh of al-peh of shame v'ayin, which is very, very critical, by the way. We are going to learn right now. Zok de gemara. Tano yoytze v'shem v'ayin v'roshe evarim she'enon chayzrim. Pretty important b'raisa. The b'raisa says that not only does an evit k'nani, a shifcha k'nanis go out v'shem v'ayin, but they also go out with the roshe evarim. Now what exactly are the roshe evarim? So Rashi says, chof da'alit heim, they're 24, and if you want to know what they are, learn Masechtis Nagan, Perik Vav, Mishnah Zayin, and over there you'll see it. Or Rashi says he can wait to tomorrow's staff. The Gemara is going to bring it. Incidentally, Rashi and Chumash quotes what the 24 Rashi Evarim are. Rashi says, So you have your 10 fingers and your 10 toes. Ushnei oznaim, your two ears. Vachoytem is the news. Veroisha gvio shuhugidav alma. Either way, so the Brisa says that an evid kanani and a shifcha kananas, not only yoitz v'shem ba'ayim, but also with the rashi evarim. But which rashi evarim? She'enon chayzrim. Meaning, these, what's unique about all these evarim are is if that if somebody loses them, they're not going to come back. So the Gemara says bishla mishem ba'ayim ksivi, bishla mishem ba'ayim. That's before Shem the Torah. El rashi evarim minalon. How do you know that a uh, evid is yoitz the rashi evarim? So the Gemara says. I know it based on the fact that they're similar to Shein Va'ayin, meaning it makes sense. What's unique about Shein Va'ayin? Number one, if somebody loses a Shein or an Ayin, it's a Mum Shabagaloi. It's recognizable. The Einon Not just that, if somebody loses a tooth, not a baby tooth, as we'll see in a minute, and somebody loses an Ayin, it's Einon Chayzrin. I've called, so too, with Marbe. Any mum that's galoy, any mum that's not chayzer, is going to be in Kufaytigamara. We know that you're allowed to learn from things that are mentioned in the Torah. Right? If the Torah says something, and you know something similar to that that the Torah said, you'll have to be marba that similar thing. It's one of the Midrash Atari Nidrashas Behen. It's a binyanav, right? If the Torah says something, something that's similar, you're allowed to learn from there. Mamatsino, it's all the same. Stating that, if the Torah says something not once, but twice, then you can't learn. It's what's known as Sheikh Suva Ban What's the logic behind Sheikh Suva Ban Because if you're able to learn from what the Torah said, then why do you have to say it twice? The Torah could have said it once, and that second thing I could have learned from that first time that it said it. So the Torah, by telling him it to me a second time, is letting me know that you can't learn from the one or the other, and as a result, if you want to be marba anything, it's going to have to be Mephorish in the Torah. But the bottom line is, Shein va'ayin are unique, but the Torah wrote Shein and Ayin. And if that's the case, Shnei Ksuv Amban Ke'echad, the Chol Shnei Ksuv Amban Ke'echad, Emelam, the Nemar says, it's not true. This is not a Shnei Ksuv Amban Ke'echad, because I needed the Torah to say Shein and to say Ayin in order to properly understand this halach. Because Rachman HaShein had the Torah only wrote Shein, I mean, I would have thought, Atmilu Shein Dechalov. So what's Shein Dechalov? So Rashi says that's a baby tooth. And the reason the baby tooth is called the Shein Dechalov because it's the Shein Sheyonakba. It's the tooth that the baby used to nurse when it was very, very young. Either way, because Rachman HaShein, so the Torah had to say Ayin. Because if it would have said Shein, I would have thought, even a shame the chalav because for one eye the Torah only said I mean I would have thought my ancient never imoy an eye is something that a person's born with I've 
So to any avid that a person is born with, but a tooth that a baby is not born with, maybe not. But the bottom line is, there's a tzricha, so why the turn needed to say, Shane and I? Once there's a tzricha, so it knocks out the whole premise of Shane Ksuv, Banka Echel, thus, you have a right to be marva, and what are you going to be marva? All the Rashi Evar. Why don't we say, Kiyakeklal, Shane Vayim Prat, Klalu Prat, in Bechal, Lalamashiva Prat. In other words, when the Torah says, that in Ebed is Yeritzah Ba'ayin. It says, V'chiyake ish, es ein avdoi, o es ein amosei, v'shichaso, l'achav shi yishalchenu tachasim. Kiyake is a claw. You hit him. How? I don't know. Any. Es ein avdoi is a prat. It's afraid to Gemara. Why don't we say that it's a klalu prat? And the rule of klalu prat is, ein b'chlal, elo masha b'prat. And if that's the case, shein v'ayin in midi'achrini loy. So the Gemara says, no, l'achav shi yishalchenu chazav v'kalal. Because although... Kiyaki is a klal, and Ain is a prat, but Terry continues, says Lachav Shiyah Shalchenu, and that's another klal. So what do we have? Not a klal prat, we have a klal prat to klal. Klal prat to klal, the Yatadon Elokeinah prat. What's the limud? Keinah prat. Ma'a prat mafurish, mumun shabagol of inen chayzim. Prat. What's unique about this prat? It's a mum shabagoloi and a enon chayzim. I've called mum shabagoloi and a chayzim. So too we're going to be marba. Any mum shabagoloi and a chayzim. And that's how we're marba. The Roshni Avon says the Gemara, Ima prat, mefurish mum shabagoloi, ubatam emelachtoi. Why don't we say that the prat is mefurish, that it's mum shabagoloi? And it's something that would cause the person bitl malach. So if a person loses his eye in it, going to cause him bit of malacha. And if a person loses his tooth, it's also going to cause a bit of malacha. He has a hard time eating, chewing. But the point is that shein ayin caused bit of malacha. It's also ain't a chayzer. So avko, we should be marba only things that are mumin shabagaloi, ve'enoi chayzer, u'bato mimalachta. Meaning we have two criteria right now in order for the ever to go free. Number one, it's a mumin shabagaloi. Number two, it's ain't a chayzer. Says the Gemara, if the makar to this reboy is the klal prat to klal, it has to be ke'ena prat. The ke'ena prat require a third box to be checked off. Because there's a third thing that Shev Ayin have in common, and that is they're both mumin that cause bittel malacha. And if that's the case, only if the mum causes bittel malacha should it cause the Evet to go free. And how do we know that's not the case? Alamatanya, why do we learn in the Braisa? Talash Biskanai, if the Adain he yanked his evid by his beard, the dildo by etzem, and he caused him to dislocate a bone. And the yoytzeh by lecheros. The halach is that he goes free. Now the Gemara's assumption and the question is that talash b'skon, if a dildo by etzem, even though it's mum shebegaloi, and even though it's enum chayzrim, but at the same time, it's not going to cause any bitum malach. And if that's the case, you see that you don't have a requirement that that's to be bitum malach. The Gemara's kasha is if the makar to be married, the Rosh Yivarim is the klal prat to klal, we should not be marba tolash b'skane the dildo by etzem. And the Gemara answers that lachavshi yishalchena ribuyehu. The answer is that lachavshi yishalchena, which we thought was a second klal, is really not a second klal, but really what it is is a ribuy. And pashup shat, what the Gemara means to say, ayin Rashi and ayin Britva, is that we thought that the Gemara here is darshaning a klal prat to klal, and the rule of klal prat to klal is yatadon elakeina prat. The Gemara is being chayzer from that. The Gemara is saying we're not darshin klal prat to klal. What we're darshining is ribu miut ribu. Now ribu miut ribu is very similar to klal prat to klal. In fact, in many sugis and shots, it's a machloikis. Do you darshin klal prat to klal and do you darshin ribu miut ribu? And usually you have to take a stance, right? Which party do you belong to? Are you a klal prat to klal yid or are you a ribu miut ribu yid? Usually you have to pick and choose. You have to decide. This Gemara is interesting because the Gemara 
is flip-flopping a little bit. The Gemara assumed this is a cloud practical cloud sugya, and then the Gemara says, the Gemara says, really, this is a, a ribu miyat riboy sugya. But the bottom line is, because it's ribu miyat riboy, what's the rule of ribu miyat riboy? We're marba everything, and we're it one thing. But ribu miyat riboy, for now, this line in the Gemara is more inclusive than cloud practical. It's marba more. Cloud practical, you're only marba ke'ina prat. Ribu miyat riboy, you could be marba even things that are not ke'ina prat. So therefore, it's true, tolish, b'skon, if told by yatsim, is not ke'ina prat. Emes. But at the same time, you could be marbid because what we're darshining here is not klal or klal, but rather what we're darshining over here is, is ribu mit ribu. Now, it's interesting. The Gemara assumed that we're darshining klal prata klal. It sounds like we're going according to the sheet of klal. Right? Who holds klal prata klal? Rabbi Shmuel right? Klal prata klal prata Right, right. If you say carbonus and you make it to the end, so half of the Gemara <laughs> and the treasure spam have something to do with a klal and a prat. And sometimes there's another klal and another prat. But the bottom line is, is that that's why the Gemara assumed that we're in the world of, of cloud practical. And then all of a sudden the Gemara says, no, it's not cloud practical, it's, it's ribu mi ribu. The question is why? Right? Why would we have assumed that? So Pashib Pshat is because the Gemara thinks that the word Yeshalchenu is a very, very inclusive word. It's a big word. And as a result, that word is very riboidic, and that's the Giloi that over here in this sugya, even if you hold klal pratu klal and call it tayrukuli, you should darshan ribu mi ribu. This is a good marimak and put a little asterisk here that you have a source, you have a makar that even the mandama that always darshans klal pratu klal, it's shayach, it's meglich that he would darshan ribu mi ribu if there was a, a gilu somewhere in the pasuk that that's the right thing to do. But the bottom line is that's why we married. It's true, it's not kein aprat talach b'skad of tildo. Yeah, it's not a big oigrim Now, if that's the case, see, tell me this is a ribu mi ribu. Okay, now let's uh, have fun. Let's stop being married. Everything. I feel he called. Even if somebody hit someone on his hand and the head was tamsa, right? It's it shriveled. And it's going to come back even then. Meaning, even if it's a soifalachsa, you should be mad. Meaning, we said there's two criteria. Number one, you have to have a mumshavagali. And number two, you have to have that it should be ain't soifalachsa. If this is a riba meat riba, then Lukhaira, even if it's soifa lachsar, so you should be marbit. You're telling me you're being marbit, tolish, b'skar, v'tildu b'yatsam, even though it's not kein aprat. Why? Because it's not klal prat to klal. This is riba mi riba. So let's be marbit, also kol ha'yod, if it's some soifa lachsar, even though it's not doimit to the prat. Why not? Because it's soifa lachsar, but who cares? You tell me it's riba mi riba, riba mi riba, we're marbit more. Let's explain this a drop better. Right now we're saying there's two criteria, right? One criteria is it has to be a mum shabagali. The other criteria is, is that it has to be in soifa if the makar to this whole Indian is riboy miut riboy, what's the rule of riboy miut riboy? Riba kol umay miut So the chayre there should be one criteria, and that's really the gemara's kasha. That why do we say that if it ain't soifa, that if it's soifa lachzar, it's on the outside looking in, it should be inclusive. You should only be able to be mayat one thing. And the Gemara's assumption is which one thing are you going to be mayat? has to be a mum shavagali. But I'll call upon him, it shouldn't matter whether it's soifel achsar or ain't soifel achsar. And the Gemara says, like a shmaka teretz. I'm kain shame va'ayin mayahanile. What's the teretz? Ribu miyat ribu is only mayat one thing when there's one miyat. But over here you have two miyutim. Sai shein and sai ayin. And because you have two miyutim, so therefore it's a ribu miyat miyat ribu. So ribu miyat ribu. Marba everything we might want thing. Reboy meat meat reboy. That sounds like a good cloud. Reboy meat meat reboy is marba everything is we might two things. Oh, that's the two criteria that you're gonna be married. So again, if this was a sugi of claw, proper claw, 
we would have been mamayit three things. Because we would say you have to be Kena Prat. And Kena Prat would require three boxes be checked off. But we're not learning Klaat Prat to Klaat, even though we usually hold Klaat Prat to Klaat. You see that from the Havamina, that the approach, the Gisha of the Sugya, this is a Klaat Prat to Klaat to Sugya. But over here, the word Yeshalchenu, it sounds more like a Reboy than a Klaat. And even if you hold Klaat Prat to Klaat, good Maramak, over here you can actually Reboy me at Reboy. Okay, so if that's the case, so why do we need two things? Why are there two in Yonim that are excluded ke'ilo. L'chayre should be me at one thing. Karen says, because it's two me'ats. The shame and the zayin. Now, there's a trick, so why you need a shame and But at the end of the day, the Gemara's lotion is shame and maya hanilei. And the point is, is that there's two me'utim. And that's how we end up where we end up. Zaktim, Atanu Rabbanu, Mekul, and Ebed, Yoytzim, and L'chayre's, V'tzorich, Ketshech, and the Rav Shemin. Rav Shemin holds that Ebed Kanani, that's Yoytzim, and Shemin, and he needs a get shechra. So here's the question. Nebed Kanani, Shemin, he needs a get shechur, or he doesn't need a, a get shechur. So Rabbi Shimon says that he's yoytza lecheres bekulon. And by the way, the word bekulon, as we'll see in a minute, means not just shem ve'ayin, but it means the roshe yevarim as well. So all the aforementioned, he needs a get shechur. Rameir, Rameir says, ain't it tzarech? No. Shem ve'ayin, roshe yevarim, you don't need a get shechur. Rabbi Liezer, ain't it tzarech? Rabbi Tarifanayim, ain't it tzarech? Rabbi Kiva, ain't it tzarech? Hamachrin, lufnei chachamim. The Machriyim, these were the ones that made the compromises. They said, Nir and Dibri We like Reptarfan Shita by Shem Vayin, that you don't need to get Shekhar. The reason is Shatayra Zachsaloi. Because that's a, a Pasuk in the Torah. It says Shane and Ayin in the Torah. And we like Rabbi Akiva Shita, who holds Sarek that you do need to get Shekhar by the Rashi Evarim. And the reason is being that it's only a Dindarabanan. And because it's a Dindarabanan, Rosh Evarim, so over there you need to get Shekhar. We're to the Rice, you don't need to get Shekhar. We're to the Rabbanan, you need to get Shekhar. Freight to Gemara. Knasu? What? Did you just say that? Rosh Evarim is a Knas? Kroy Kadar Shinon. We just said this is a Reboy, Miet, Miet Reboy, right? This, these are real drushes over here. How can you tell me it's in the Rabbi says we write. We don't mean that it's a knas chachamim. What we mean is it's a medrash chachamim. Being that it's, it's learned from Teresh Peh, and because it's learned from Teresh Peh, so therefore it's not mafurish in the Torah, therefore it's a little less keilu than what is mafurish in the Torah. And the Machrim held that in this situation you are going to need a get shecher. Toysvis asks that, I don't understand. End of the day, Pashim Shah and the Gemara. Then Taimro Mabakach, Hoyul Medrash Chachamahu. Valoi Kamagufe Taira Kluyan, Sheen Ban Melamikach Rasha. Where do you ever find a Tarish Mapez less than Tarish Abixav? What? What does that mean? At the end of the day, we're Marba Rashi Evarim. So for Marba Rashi Evarim, so it's no different than Shemayin. If Shemayin doesn't need to get Shekhar, so how could you tell me that Rashi Evarim wouldn't need to get Shekhar? So Toysvah says, L'chein nirlo rabbeinu tam, the get ze eno yalem That really, this whole get is only a din derabonon. Why? Because we're afraid that people might not know the halacha, that an Evid Kanani is Yotzeh B'Rosh Everybody knows that an Evid Kanani is Yotzeh B'Shem V'Ayin. I mean, it's right there. It's, all you have to do is listen to Laini. B'Mav for sure you're going to... Right? It's Pashit. But Rosh Yevarim is already Tarish Vapet. So we're afraid that an Evid is going to go free with Rosh Yevarim, but his master will not have given him a... Get Shechur, and then he's going to find them in the Shuk, and he's going to say, Avdiyata. And... He's going to say, what are you talking about? He's going to say, what do you mean? Show me you got sugar, or show me that you're missing a tooth, or, or show me that you're missing an eye. And he won't be able to demonstrate that. He's going to say, yeah, but I'm missing a toe. So push it because of a problem that maybe this yid is maybe going to 
be mistaken for being an Eved because of the fact that it's a Medrash Chachamim. Therefore, Chazal went ahead, Chazal made this Takana. Meaning, Lo'olam, it's a Dinder Abbanon, says Taisvis. But the Dinder Abbanon is based on the fact that it's a Medrash Chachamim. Shein Vayim, which is before in the Torah, Chachamim didn't feel it necessary to get involved. As opposed to Rashi Evarim, which is only Medrash Chachamim. There, the Chachamim felt that it was necessary to get involved and to say that this is something that's going to be a problem at all. The bottom line is, whether or not, in Nebuchadnezzar, it's Yoytze B'Shev Vayim, Rashi Evarim, is a big time machloikis tanam, right? Mamish, the biggest tanam ever, which just mentioned in the Bryce. Dr. Mamay, time with the Rab Shimon. What pshad in Rab Shimon that holds Sarech get shikher? So the Mars of the Aleph, Shiluach, Shiluach, Meishi learns Xer Shavos, Shiluach, Shiluach from Ishma, Isha Bishtar, Af Evanami Bishtar. So regarding an Isha, it says in the Torah, because of the Savior Christ, Mosav Yad of Shilcha. And it says regarding David Kanani, who's Yitzhak Hashem Ve'ayin, Uberashi Yivorim, Lachavshi Yishalchenu. So just like the Shulchan means what it get, so too, and never that Yitzhak Hashem Ve'ayin needs a Shtar Rameyer. Rameyer that holds in its architecture. He says, Ikaz of Chavshi Lubasoyev Kitagamin. Had it said Yishalchenu Lachavshi, I would have agreed with you. But Hashto the Kosov, Lachavshi Yishalchenu, it says first the word Lachavshi. And only afterwards it says Yishalchenu, Havale Chavshi, Me'ikara. The way I look at it is, is Veshichasa Lachavshi. Free. What's Yishalchenu? Yishalchenu is something else. Rashi says Yishalchenu is coming to be marble the Rosh Eivar. But it's not also coming to teach me this Gzeri Shava because the Lachavshi is mentioned even before Yishalchenu. So what? Yishalchenu is defining how the Chavshi happens? You already went free. It's too late, right? You missed it. By one word. So, Balkarchach, Yishalchenu is only coming to be marba, different Eivarim, but at the same time, it's not coming to do more than that. One last price. If the Odoin hit his Evid on his eye, but see, Pashi made contact on his eye, the summer, and he caused him to lose his eyesight. Al Oznoi hit him on his ear, and he caused him to lose his ability to hear. Evid Yoytzebem Lecheros, the Evid's gonna go Lecheros. So, the first is Ayin, right? And the second is his ear, which is one of the Rosh Eivarim. Keneged Enoi, the Enoi Raya. What if he hit, not his eye, but Keneged Enoi, in the vicinity of his eye, Keneged Oznoi, or he didn't hit him in his ear, but it was Keneged Oznoi, the Enoi Shemei, and it caused him to lose ability to hear. He's not going to go for it. So Rashi says that the Metzius over here is, he hit the wall, the Hevisai Bekoil, and there was this Shrekloch noise, and he got so scared, the Enoi Raya. In the scarish. All of a sudden, he can't see, he can't hear. So he caused a, a big bang, which startled this Evet to such a level that he managed lost his eyesight. He lost his ability to hear. So in those cases, says the Braisa, Ein Evet Yoytzebehem Lecheim. You mean to say that if somebody's mazik somebody with coil, it's nothing? Meaning there's no chiyuvim, he's not responsible in the world above a kama. This is a completely insignificant act. How could you say that? Atani, Rami Barichesko, Rami Barichesko said the following, that took his head and he put it into the ear space of a klis chuches. This is in parakeets of the rag above a kamadaf yudches. Vitakabai, and it blused, and unity oima, vishavrai, and he broke the klis chuches. Meshalim nezik shalim. Dalach is, he's a mazik, and the owner has to pay. This is a regular niske moment. You have to know which one of that, but obviously nezikin this is, but not for now. What we need to know is, is that you see, blowing is a, is a zach. Amr Rabbi Yosef, Amr Rabbi Yosef said that they said over the Shiva Rav, Sushet Sonaf, Hamar 
Shanar, when a sus, a horse, and a, and a donkey, they make their noises, the shover came with a chabayis, Mishal Chatzinezik, so you have to pay. By the way, if you Mishal Chatzinezik, which one of the above is it is? It's Karen. But the bottom line is that you see you are responsible for Niske Momin that happens all your day, your animals. So how could you tell me that if you're Masnik and you cause the shame of Ayan all your day, it's nothing, and you're Yitzhak Lecheres, Lecheres, and from here is Yitzhak Lecheres. And by the way, part of the Oymik of the Gemara's Kasha is the Pshutay Shal Mikra. Because in the Pshutay Shal Mikra, you see it's Ayan Tachas Ayan, and then afterwards, Chiyak Ish is saying Abdur, saying Amasli, learn the Rishonim Achomish, you'll have a better appreciation for the two Shal of the Gemara. It's the same Sugya. When a person damages his Eved, there is no there's no Mesechtas Bavakama. Because Mashakon Eved, Konarabi, Mimeilo, Lachavshi Yishalchenu. But it makes a lot of sense that the Shulchan Aruch that governs one should be the Shulchan Aruch that governs the other. Either way, this is the question that was asked to the great Ravashi. So Rav Shemin asked Ravashi, this Kasha, I don't understand. How do you reconcile this Bryce and the Sugi of Shemba Ayin with this Halacha regarding Bavakama? Amalese, he told him, Shani Adam. No, this is, it's very, very different. By Shemba Ayin, we're talking about damaging a person, as opposed to over there, we're damaging Caitlin. A person, keeping the Bardasu, being that he's a Bardasu, he had the ability to control himself. He had the capacity to not get so scared and not get so startled and for nothing to happen. Somebody scares his friend, and as a result, he causes damage. He's He's not a mask. Now he's chayim edin eshamayim. He's a grama benazakin, but he's patim edin eyadim. Kaitzad talk about osnoi v'charsha. If he blew in his ear and he caused them to lose his hearing, patim achsnoi v'talk about osnoi. If he chapped him by the lapels and then he was talk about osnoi v'charsha and he caused him to chayim, he's going to be chayim. What's the difference? In one case, he physically held on to him. In the other case, it was only. So you see that when it comes to a person and you cause bederek koyl, we look at it as a grama. You patim edin eyadim, but that's true for a person. It's not true for Kalim. Kalim can't control their emotions. Kamuvin, right? We always speak out the Chavis Yar, that the Chavis Yar says that you find Sar Bali Chayim, the Raisa, the Rabbanon, but you only find by Behemoth. You never find Sar Bali Chayim by a human being, right? There's no halacha that if someone is Metzayer, a person, that he's over the Isser. Maybe the rights of Tsar Balichaim. So the Chavis Yar said the reason is because what's Tsar Balichaim? You're causing Tsar. A person can control his ability to have pain. Just because he chapel with someone doesn't necessarily mean that he has to be Bitsar. And the Melo, you're considered like a grumble, and there's no suit of Tsar Balichaim the Raisa. An animal can't control its emotions. And as a result, you're Mitsar an animal, start suit in Tsar Balichaim the Raisa. It's Mamish Diskumar, the Hein Hein Advar. That when it comes to a person, He's scaring himself. And because he's scaring himself, so it's for that reason, I'm going to be part of So the only time you chayv shame the is if you make direct contact. It has to be a direct hit. As opposed to if it happened through a coil, just like in Bavakama, you would be part of the other. So too, as it relates to the shame v'ayin of your Eved, you are going to be partner as well. Exhale. So as it relates to raid, two ha'aris, related to shame v'ayin, and both Ha'aris are from the great Goyen, Rabbi Yosef Engel. So the first is interesting. It's not related exclusively to Ardaf. It's not related exclusively to the parish of Shein Ve'ayin. But it touches on Klolea Shas that we like to discuss. And I think it's a Dover Godel. It's something that will Be'ez Hashem come up again and again and again. Tein L'Chacham V'yech So Rabbi Yosef Engel in... His Sefer Beis Ha'oitzer, and this is in Mareches Aleph, it's Klau Kuf Ayin Tes. He says, Bezachruni, I remember, Sheroisi, that I saw, Muva B'Shem Ramami Pano, in the name of the Ramami Pano, the following, that any time the Gemara 
says something, whether it's a Mishnah or it's a Braisa or maybe even an Amoira, but let's say a Tana said something, and the one has a Kasha on what it is the Tana or the Amoira said. And because of the Kasha, the Gemara says, Ela Eimo, you're right. Tana didn't say this, he really said that. It didn't mean this, it really meant that. So Rabbi Yisrael Engel says that I remember that I saw somewhere in the Torah from the Ramam and Pan. He says, I can't remember where. I mean, no one in the world had a memory. Rabbi Yisrael Engel goes down as one of the best occurrence of all times in the conversation. Mamish. But he says, I can't remember where I saw this. But somewhere I saw from the Ramam Pano that the Ramam Pano says that when the Gemara does something like this, don't think that what the Gemara is saying is that our understanding of what the Tana said initially was wrong. If there was a Messiah that the Tana said this, that's what the Tana said. And when the Gemara asks Akasha, and then the Gemara edits it and says, it's not an edit of the text. It's an edit of the Havana, of the understanding. But at the end of the day, the new Havana, the new understanding is the peerish of what the Tana or what the Amoira said. So go back and read the member of the Tana of the Amoira and figure out a way to be mefarish those words based on the peerish. So every Elohim is not an edit. That's not what it is. It's not, oh, take out this letter, take out that word. That's not what's happening. What's happening is the Tana and the Moira said what the Messiah was. But at the same time, we don't always understand what the Tana and the Moira is saying. Their words were mamish deeper than deep. So Amo, we need the Pirish of the Gemara, Abyssal Besset to Fashtein, Vas the Gemara, main thoughts But at the end of the day, you're never editing, you're never changing. Now, this Ramami Pano that Rabbi Yosef Engel said, he saw, he remembers, but he can't remember where, it's in. The Sefer Asarim Amoros, it's in Maimar Chikur Adin, it's in Chelik Shlishi, it's in Perikas. And Ramami Pano, he says it in Bokhtzeina, and he says it a few times. Just read a few excerpts. Utchilas Kol Dover. Since the first thing I want to tell you is, Lev Chacham Yaskil Piyu. Something that we explain regarding this, whatever it is Ramami Pano is discussing, this is a cloud. And that is, that whenever you find a situation like this, like an Ela Eimer, it's not the pshat that the Bala Maimer was making a mistake. That we asked him such a good kasha that he had to be chayzer, or we had to make an edit. But rather, when the Gemara is mefarish, and the Gemara says what the real meaning of whatever the time of the Gemara was saying, is it's just a a buzz But the first words that came out of the Tana, the first words that came out of the Amir is always the Iker. I'm skipping a little bit. He says it again. There is a one exception to this rule. He says every single time you're ever going to find this in a Gemara, and it comes up a lot, it's always on this Mahalach. Take this with you. And place your eyes on it. Be a shomer. Watch it carefully. This is what the Ramami Pano says. It's a pella. But it's true every single time. Every single time. And then the Ramami Pano gives a few examples. And I'll just say them over the way Rabbi Yisuf Engel says them over because it's much easier to understand Rabbi Yisuf Engel than it is to understand the, the Ramah in his Maimur Chikar Adin. So said Rabbi Yisuf Engel that the Ramami Panum itself said, I'll give you two Digmois. The first is a Gemara that we actually just had the other day. 
in Sechtes Kedush and Davchav. Now, this Gemara is more famous for Yuma Dav Pevav and in other places, but it's actually a Gemara that we just learned. The Gemara says, over Adam Avera, Vishanaba, if a person does an Avera, then he chazes the Avera, right? Chazara, Hutroloi. The Avera becomes Mutter. Now you're good to go. Hutroloi. Faith the Gemara, Hutroloi is Alkadaitoch. Why? It's Mutter? That's, that's how it goes. So you do an Avera two times and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. Mara says, no. Nasis like a it doesn't mean literally Hutroloi, but rather what it means is Nasis like a Hutter. So Pasha, the Tana said Hutroloi, but I didn't mean Hutroloi. I'm sorry, I misspoke. I meant to say Nasis like a Hutter, or there was a mistake in the Messiah. Said Ramami Pano Khalilo. Of course, that's not what's happening. But rather, what's happening is, he says that a person was born with a neshama. And the neshama is a davar ruchni. It's a chelik elikah. And this neshama, it's so protective over the person that it doesn't allow a person to do an avera. It's a shaykh for a person to do an avera. Elikim masas adam yasha. It's very, very hard. And for an avera to penetrate a person, it requires a lot, a lot of work. But, but it could happen. And what happens if Rahman al a person doesn't have error? So, he didn't have error. If he doesn't have error a second time, Hutchrullah. Said the Ramami Pano, what happens is that steamer, that knot that was tied, that was protecting this person from being able to do an Avera, suddenly it's Hutra, Miloshen, Kaisher, Umater, one of the Lama Tesmalachis. It's untied now. And that Shmir el that he had, all of a sudden he doesn't have anymore. And because he doesn't have the Shmir al Yoyna, it's not just like a hat. It's no different than a double hat there. Because if a person would sit down to eat the marshal, and there's a shtick nevel and there's a shtick shchuta. So the nevel, the shchuta, which is hat, you can eat. Nevel, you shouldn't be able to eat. How are you going to eat the nevel? There's protection, there's a Shmir. There's a steam over here that's not allowing you to eat it. But once a person eats nevela twice, so now it's nasus like a hetter. It's going to be just as easy for the person to eat the nevela as it was for him to eat the shchuta. So it's hutshrulai and it's nasus like a hetter. But nasus like a hetter is merit a pirish. It's a pirish in the hutshrulai. It's hutshrulai. Hutshrulai miloshin kaisher matter, said the Ramami Pano. But there's always an oimik, and sometimes it's pinimius, like this. But the point is that avada hutshrulai is the pshat. Elohim is not an edit. Elohim is not, oops, I made a mistake. I misspoke. It's a tanom and amiram we're talking about. But Elohim is the oimik ha'avonu. It's the deeper understanding of how exactly this works. The Ramas gave another marshal. This marshal is Gemara Masech, the Shabbos, Taf Yudal, Ramad Aleph. The Gemara says, Oichas Sefer Torah Aram. Somebody holds a Sefer Torah Aram. Nikbar Aram. He's going to be buried Aram. The Gemara says, What? Aram Solka Taitach? It's a very funny Allah. Somebody holds a Sefer Torah Aram, so then when it comes time to bury him, he's not going to have Tachrichim. He's going to be Nikbar Aram. It doesn't make any sense. The Gemara has a whole shot of Bataya, and the Gemara says, Eleemo. You know what it means? Aram. What it means is that let's say while the person was holding the Sefer Torah Aram, he was doing a mitzvah. He was learning from the Sefer Torah. Says a person, he's Oiches Sefer Torah Aram. And he's learning from the Sefer Torah. That person is going to end up being Aram. What does it mean he's going to be Aram? He's going to be Aram below Yosef. And that's what it means that he's going to be Aram. So partially what you learn is, is that, again, the Gemara thought that Oiches Sefer Torah Aram is Nikbar Aram. Right, the Gemara's understanding of Aram is what? Aram means Aram, Kipshutai, without clothing. I've added that's not what it means. What it means is Aram below Yosem Mitzvah. Said the Ramah Mipano. 
that the Gemara's initial understanding of Arun is Emes. And if Arun means literally with no clothing, then what we're saying is he's not going to have clothing. And he says the reason is because when a person does a mitzvah, he's zoichet to a malbush. Every time a year does a mitzvah, he, he puts on a jacket. The Pasuk says in Eir, Tzedek lovashti vayil basheni. Every mitzvah that a person does is begeder a malbush. And a person who does a mitzvah and doesn't get schar for doing that mitzvah, essentially he's arum. He's arum not from the mitzvah, like Azam Melitza, he's arum kipshutai. He's arum because he doesn't have that malbush that a yid gets when he does a mitzvah. So said the Ramami Pano, the Gemara thought the Oichas arum means he's nikbar arum, that he's going to be buried without a malbush. Then the Gemara says, no, that's not what it means. What it means is Arum. He's not going to have the mitzvah. He's chas as me, Arum. I meant Arum as a malitza as a... So, Dr. Amman, no. If Chazal thought that the word Arum means Arum, it means Arum. And in the Elaim, it also means Arum. But it's not Arum that I didn't get that wouldn't be Arum. It's Arum in that you don't have the malbush of the mitzvah. And if you don't have the malbush of the mitzvah, you take Arum. On some level, there's an element of Arum over here. Every Elaim says the Ramami Pano. He says, the Hupella, you're going to see. You're going to in it a little bit better. This is going to weigh. It's going to be. Either way, so Rabbi Yosef Engel brings this Ramami Pano and Beis Oitzer. And then Rabbi Yosef Engel goes to town, as they say in Yeshiva. And he, he starts finding other Marimakoimas and other sources to where you find this in it. I'll just mention a few of them really, really quickly. One is there's a Gemara in Mesechtis Brachis, that Mem Zayin on the base. So the Gemara over there says that if you're looking for a minion and you need a tzainta, you need a tzainta for a minion, Amrafuna, Tisha Va'aroin, it's Tarfin. The Aaron in the Bismedrish counts as a tzaita. I'm the Rav Nachman. So Rav Nachman said, "But Aaron Gavru says what? An Aaron is a, a Gavru? How could that be? How could the Aaron be a tzaita?" El Amr Rav Huna. So Rav Huna said, "Tisha nirin kasarim mitzdarfin." Interesting Allah. If you have nine people, but they look like ten, so if you have nine that look like ten. It counts as a minion. What does that even mean? So the Gemara says, Amri la some say kimechan. He's talking about where they're all very close to each other. So it looks like you can't harder to see how many there are. But Amri la kimevadri. Some say that they're a little bit more spread out. So the angle brings from the Vilna Goyen. Now he brings that the Goyen is in Shnoi Salio. I found it not in Shnoi Salio, but I found it in the Goyen Sefer Imre Noyam. I'm a Sechtis Brachas. But either way, so the Goyen said that, Lachaira, it's a pella. What was the Havamina that. Tisha va'orim mitzdarfin, right? What does that even mean? Had we get from Tisha va'orim mitzdarfin to Tisha nearing kasorim mitzdarfin, it's pasha d'apel. So he said, because everybody knows the Gemara says makam orin inam amita, right? The orin didn't take up any space. How do you know it didn't take up any space? It says because we know the kruvim were each ten amas. We know that the kodesh akedashim was twenty amas wide. The orin itself was amasayim v'chetzi arkai. So where was the orin? The Kodesh HaKadoshim is 20 Amis. Each one of the Kruvim are 10 Amis. And the Kruvim are at the edge of the Aron. And the Aron itself is Amasayim V'chetzi. It's two and a half Amis. So, L'chayra, you're, you're off a little bit. Talk to Gemara. Must be. Makam Aron. Eina Min Now, the Emes is that how much space was there from where the Kruvim were to the side? Again, it's Eina Min But how much space was there if there was 20 Amis of Kodesh HaKadoshim Minus the two and a half Amis of the Aurin, so you end up with 17 and a half. 17 and a half divided by two is going to be 8.75 on each side, which means that it was Be'erich nine Amis on each side. But really, how many Amis were there? There were 10. 
What it was, was Tisha that was Nirika Asara. Right? That's really what it was. There was a Tisha Nirika Asara here because the Oru was Enam and Amidah, so you were very, very confused. Yet you saw Kruven that were 10 Amis. But at the same time, there were only 9 Amis there, 8.75. So the guy said, well, that's what was going on over here. Amar Avuna, Tisha the Oru in Mitzdarfen. Frankly, what? It says the guy in the Gemara is not being choisner. We're not editing it. We're not changing it. It's vaita tishav aron, but tishav aron was a way of saying tishav nirukasar because the aron was a tishav nirukasar. That's probably what it was. Says look the guy. So Rabbi Yisvengel says that this Indian that Ramami Pano says I found in the Torah of the guy that you see the Vilna guy went and he changed the Gemara like this. Had he ever right to change the Gemara? He said al derech because this is the cloud from the Ramah. The Halig Ramah gave us a principle. He gave us a rule, and he told us every single time you're going to find this. And the guy in Beroif Chachmas, he had a chap niflo, had a figure of who how he was able to work it into this Gemara. He says, I found this in another one of the G'dayim. Svarim. And that's the Chidah. The Chidah. And this is in the Drushas from the Chidah. And it's, his, it's in his Sefer, Ruach Hayim. And in the Sefer, Ruach Hayim, it's in Drush Vav, L'Shabbos Agadol. The Gemara says in Masechtis Erevin, Dav Samachay. Said, if I want, hire me as a lawyer. Because if I want, I could patter every single person. Literally, not from the beginning of time, but right up until Bayesheni, Robert already said, Says 420 years where the Yid had to give Din Vacheshman. Because Rabbi Lazar ben Azari said, I could take over now. He said, Literally, I can patter up every single person. How? Because the Pasuk says, Right, the Pasuk says that Yisrael and Golis were an Ania as a nation. And we're shikr. We're a shikaris. And a person that's a, a shikr is his potter, right? All things he does, he's not responsible for. So what do you want from me? I did an aver. I was shikr. So what do you want from me, right? So if you're shikr, you're shikr. And as with all your potters, he said, if Klai Yisrael has a din of a shikr, Klai Yisrael is afraid to wear Is that true? A shikr is not negay? What, a shikr is a shaita that's potter in our mitzvahs? We know a shikr, mekchei mekchei memkari mekchei. Now, if you shikr like light, that's a whole different surya. But no one said we're shikr like light. We're shikr, we're a little tipsy. But lav dafka like light. So if mekchei mekchei, umemkari memkar, so mechetesi. So what do you mean, yochla ni lifter is kolo ilum kulim inadin? So the Gemara says, you're right. You know what Rabbi Lozman Azayim meant when he said, yochla ni lifter as kolo ilum kulim inadin? He meant me didn't feel he said, I kapata the world from tefillah. Tefillah is the hamitzvah. And a uh, shikr is malad a davin. Like me, boy, you can't have kavanah a davin. So in Hilchas tefillah, the laws of a shikr are much more stringent. And that's what he meant. So the chidah says like this. Because of a rabbi going, Rabbi Naftali Katz, Zal. Besifroi smichas chachonim. Says the bal smichas chachonim, one of the great goinim, who said that I think that the emiss is, the Gemara never meant to change what Rabbi Lozben Azariah said. But the Gemara was being mefarish to oimek hakavon of Rabbi Lozman Azari. Rabbi Lozman Azari said, I could part of the whole world. Minadim. Why? Because Kali Yisrael, the whole world is a shikr. Faith the Gemara, so what if you're a shikr? You're still responsible. No, I mean me didn't feel. Okay, so Rabbi Lozman Azari didn't say that. So meaning we meant to say, I could part of the world, me didn't feel. Said the Baal Smichas Chachamim, that the Gemara says in Erevin, also Erevin, Memalaf Amid Beis, Gimbal Tvarim Avirim Esa Adam Adas Koinoi. Goyim, Veruach Ra, 
A person has to daven to make sure that Umar is not going to chapel with him, no ruach ro, and a person is not going to have diktuke yanias. The only way for a person to get out of those three things is libiboy beirachmi. In Cain, it's said about smichas chachomim, it comes out anias is mavris or adam al das koina. If that's mavra adam al das koina, that means you're be'emis anoinis. Why are you not annoying this? Because the Gemara gave an Eitzah. What are you supposed to do? You daven. But if you can't daven because you're a shikr, so you put them in Adin. So if Lozman Azari said, you lift us, call them, call them in Adin. Fake the Gemara, in Adin, why are you put them in Adin? The tenets is Tfilah. Oh, in other words, it's right. He didn't mean Din. He meant Din Tfilah. Said the Smichas Chachom and the Chidda brings it. No, he meant Din. He was saying the shtikl was being makatsu. You have to be yoyret. What he meant was din din. Because you parted from tefillah based on that gemara. That an aniyah, someone that the only way to get out of aniyah. And Klai was like an aniyah. What was the passing? Lochet shimizoist. What's the oimik? Aniyah v'shikairis. That was the whole makuda. Aniyah v'shikairis. Because we're an aniyah. And as a result, we're potter. The only eight it would be tefillah. But you're a shikairis. Aniyah v'shikairis. Lochet shimino aniyah v'shikairis. It adds a richness to the Gemara. The Emes is this Chidah that he brings from the Smichas Chachamim, Chacham Soifer, in his own Nusach, says in one of his Drashas. But the bottom line is, is we have already a Makar to this thing, it says Rabbi Yosef Engel. We have it from the Vilna Goyen and from the Chidah in the name of the Smichas Chachamim. We found this Kamat, same as actual Chotar in Chacham Soifer somewhere. So this already comes from Mamish the Gedoyli Gedoyli Yoylam, that they're all saying the same Nakuda. Either way, the... Beisa Oitzer, Rabbi Yisvengel, continues going with this. I'll give you one more marshal. He says, the Gemara says, that same Gemara that the Goyim brought, so the Gemara says that if you need a Zimun, you have two people and you have Shabbos, Shabbos can be Mitzdarev. Shabbos, Shabbos Gavru? How could Shabbos be Mitzdarev? So the Gemara says, you're right, not Shabbos. El, Shnei Tamid HaChachamim. HaMechadid in Zeh, Zeh BaHalacha. So then, the Dvar Torah, the Halacha, that's going to be the, the third thing. Says that the Talmud Chacham is called Shabbos. So that's what's going on over here. It's, it Shabbos was a remez of saying Talmud Chacham, and Imamish goes on. He gives dugma after dugma after dugma. There's one example that Rabbi Yosef Engel says, and this is going to bring us back to planet Earth. There's one example that he says that he says brings out this Nakuda so stark, and he spends the most time on it. Three paragraphs on this, and he says, "Ayin kedushin dafchav dalit omidvays." So what do we have in kedushin dafchav dalit omidvays? So we had the major machlokes tanoim whether an evet kanani or shifchik kanani says you're in the shame of ayin or b'roshevon you need to get shicher you don't need to get shicher. Rab Tarfin, Rab Meir, Rab Liazer, right? Rab Yakiva, all the great Tanoim. This sounds like this was in Yavna somewhere, right? All the great Tanoim were opining on this Indian. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Machriel of Nechachamim came, and they said, "This is the way this works." Isn't it? If it's Sheva Ayin. There, you don't need to get shecher. If it's Rashi Evarim, you do need to get shecher. Why? Shame for Ayin, which is Mephurish and the Torah, you need to get shecher. But Rashi Evarim, which is a Knas Chachamim, over there you don't fake the Gemara. Rashi Evarim is a Knas Chachamim, it's a Din Dei Raisa. So Gemara, you're right. Eleema, not Knas Chachamim, Medrash Chachamim. And how do you read this Gemara Kipshuto? Kipshuto, you read the Gemara, the Gemara had as a Havamina was a Knas. Which is a mind-boggling havamina, and the Gemara came out and said, "No, you're right. I don't mean knas. What I mean, measures." So, Dr. Yosef Engel, what's really pshat in the Gemara? The feed, this cloud that we have from the Ramami Pano. Pshat in the Gemara is that Tosef really asked the Kasha, "Who cares that it's a medrash chacham?" At the end of the day, it's still a din So, Tosef, because it's a medrash chacham, people might not know the halacha. 
And people might think that in Evet Kanani, if he doesn't have a get shikha and he was Yoitzib Rashi Barim, is really Abdiato. And the Odin's gonna meet him in the Gaza and he's gonna say, You're coming home with me because you really belong to me. Be- to prevent that from happening, so what did the Chachomim say? The Chachomim said, Nidrabonon, you need to get shikha. The says for Oilam, the reason an Evet Kanani that's Yoitzib Rashi Barim needs to get shikha is Midin Dirabonon. It's a Knas Chachomim. The reason there's a Knas Chachomim is because it's a Medrash Chachomim. So Le'olam, what the Tana said originally was Emes. HaMachri Lefnei Chachomim said, Rosh Yevarim Nida Gatshech. You know why? Hoyl the Knas Chachomim. Frey the Gemara, what? Mara says, Ele'em a Medrash Chachomim. But not that Knas Chachomim falls out. Look at Toysvis. Toysvis explained the whole Gemara that the Gemara means Knas Chachomim. Medrash Chachomim is deceiver. Why there is a Knas Chachomim? And the Tano spoke Pekitzer and gave you the punchline. He was telling you Toysvis. And Toysvis is Mephurish in the Braisa. It's a Knas Chachomim. But he says, this is the cloud. It works for every single case. Where the Gemara says something, and then the Gemara asks, Akasha Ele'em again, but the bottom line is, this is the first R for Rabbi Yosef Engel. The second R is also in Beis HaOitzer. This is much shorter, but just to end with this, and that is, and really we're ending the Sugi of Avadim because the next staff is going to be posted from the last Master. So this is Pasha Tessium, Hadron Allah, the Sugi of Avadim. And this is also in Beis HaOitzer. It's also in Mareches Aleph. And this is Sif Koton Tezvav. Is a Dover Nifla. He says that the Gemara says in Masech this brachis and more about this in tomorrow's daf from seven and a half years ago. But the Gemara says in Masech this brachis dafei amad aleph. The pasuk says Ashrei agever asheti asrenu ka umitay roscha silamdeno. It's up to Gemara. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan said Al tikri silamdeno silamdeno ela salmideno. Dover ze mitay roscha silamdeno. In other words, from the Torah we know. That Ashrei Hagever Asheti Asrenuka. When a Yid has Yisurim, he doesn't think he's lucky. But Rabbi Yochanan said it's a mistake. Ashrei Hagever Asheti Asrenuka. Ashrei Yochveveisach. Think of all the Ashreis. Ashrei Hagever Asheti Asrenuka. And you know how we know. Ashrei Hagever Asheti Asrenuka. We learn it from the Torah. Where do you see it in the Torah? So said Rabbi Yochanan, Kalvachomer Veshem Vaayin. He learned it a Kalvachomer from Shem Vaayin. Ma Shem Vaayin. Shem Echod Meivar of Shalotam. It's one of the Evarim of a person. Evid Yoitzavem Lecheres. An Evid goes free if he loses a Shem Vaayin. Yisurim. Shememarkin kol gufay shaladam. If a person has Yisurim, it can affect not just one Evar. His entire guf. Allah has kama vekama. There's no question that he's going to go Lecheres. So Rabbi Yochanan said, Ashrei HaGever Asheti Asrenu Ka. You know how you know Ashrei HaGever? You know it from the Torah. Because in the Torah you see the value of Abyssal Yisurim. That in Evet Kanani is Yoytzel Echeres, he goes free with Shem Ba'ayin. So Kal V'choymer said Rabbi Yochanan, a person who has Yisurim Shem Emarkin called Gufei Shalatam. So Rabbi Yosef Engel brings from the Halig of Neyasach. And it's safe from Magnet Taluma that he asked a subtle question, but it's such a profound question. That the Neyasach said, that I don't understand, if it's a Mephurish of Kal V'choymer, Ma Shem Ba'ayin, Kal V'choymer Yisurim, so why don't I need a Pasek? It sounds like it's a pasuk in Tehillim. David Amelech is telling you that you can learn, you can darshan from the Torah. From the Torah, you can darshan, you can learn that Yisurim is a good thing. We're Kavachaymer. So what? David Amelech needs to tell me the darshan of Kavachaymer. Everyone knows you can darshan of Kavachaymer. Why do I need a pasuk to tell me I can darshan of Kavachaymer? 
That's a very subtle question, but it's like a shmaka kasha. But yes, if Engel says, I'll, I'll give you a muscle to this kasha. The Gemara says that Moshe Rabbeinu did three things. One of the things was he was Pirish Meishtai. We just spoke about him. The Sugit Eish Salyo. He was Pirish Meishtai. What did he do? He died from the Kalvachaymer. He said, Ma, the Klau Yisrael, Kolsh came in. then it wasn't Midaitai. If it's a Kalvachaymer, it's Mufurish, right? What do I need a pasuk of Ashri Agevash at Yasrenu Kami Teiraskuslandeno? Says Rabbi Yosef Engel. I think the pshat is like this. He says, I think the pshat is because we know that even though Kalvachaymer is one of the Yud Gimel Midrash Atarin Adrashes men, but at the same time you have to be very careful when you darshan the Kalvachaymer. Why? Because you never know. There might be a pirch on the Kalvachaymer. What's Pashib Shah? So we know the Marshah and all the previous Atari. What's Pashib Shah in Ain Oichimin Adin? In Mikriyoitzim and Epshutai. The reason Ain Oichim and Adin is because there might be a Pircha, says Rabbi Yoichinika Engel. If that's the case, Yesh Loimar. The reason Rabbi Yoichinon gave us a Pasik, Rabbi Yoichinon knew we could dash in the Kalvachimer. Rabbi Yoichinon understood that. And David Amelech understood that we can sit down and we can learn the sugi of Shem Ve'ayin. And you want to take out something of Shmak. And you would say, Ma Shem Ve'ayin, Shu Echem Ve'var Shaladam, Adam Yoytzim Amlecheros, Kalvachoymer, Yisurim Shem Emarkin, Kalguvay Shaladam. But at the same time, of Yid that would darsh in this Kalvachoymer, so he'd feel good. He would say, okay, you know, the Ebesh Negemi Yisurim, Abba Ashrei Hagever, Asheti Yasrenu Ka. How do I know it? I know it from the Kalvachoymer. But in the back of his mind, he might be a little bit, a little bit insecure. Because how do I know there's no pircha on this Kalvachimah? Right, Rabbi Chaim Briskis said, Rabbi Chaim brings that in order to dash on the Kalvachimah, you have to be a Sinai and an Oikaharim. You have to be an Oikaharim to make sure that you're saying a good lambdas, and you have to be a Sinai to make sure there's no pircha. So it's for that reason, Baha Kosov Lashmienu, the Torah came to tell me, Shan Kalvachimah, who Kalvachimah Amiti. The anal of pircha, you should know there's no pircha on the Kalvachimah. It says, Rabbi Yosef Engel, who Tay Eles, Lahamisyasa be Yusurin Khalilo. This is a tremendous Tay Eles for some of the Chaliva has Yisurim. Sheyeda, he should know. Vaday, without any question. That he's going to have Nechama and he's going to have tremendous Kaparas Havainas from his Yisurim. Because had you only had the Kalvachaymer, maybe the Kalvachaymer is not real. But now that we have a Pasuk that says that you could darshan this Kalvachaymer, now I know the Kalvachaymer is Amos. So do you need a Haskama on a Kalvachaymer? You do need a Haskama on a Kalvachaymer. Because you're limited in scope of what you could do with a Kalvachaymer. And being that over here, this Kalvachim is so critical, it's so important to be Mechazik the Yitz. Rabbi Yochanan said, David Amelech put it in a Pasik. He said, That this Kalvachim has a Haskoma. It has a Haskoma that there's no Pircha for who Tayeles. It's a Tayeles, not Messiasib, Yisurin Chalilo, Shiyei Devadai, Shabbinoisa Mishaprim, Vyisnachim Yisurov.